Hi, this is Alyssa McNamara-Reed, and I will be your host for the next two hours. Allow me to introduce myself. I am a certified financial planner practitioner and an investment advisor. I am co-owner of McNamara Financial Services, Inc. in Marshfield, Massachusetts. McNamara Financial is a federally registered investment advisor, and by my definition anyway, is a true family business. We work with clients like you every day, regular people that need help making sound financial decisions or people that want one less thing to worry about. I work with clients for a fee based on assets that I manage or an hourly or flat fee for creating financial plans. I am not compensated via commissions unless I have the pleasure of helping someone with their insurance needs. There are some things worth paying for and perhaps a lifetime of financial security is one of them. I of course cannot guarantee that working with me will ensure a secure financial future. McNamara on Money has been a call-in talk radio show since 1990. I love hearing from listeners and there truly are no dumb questions. In fact, I like the simple questions because everyone should have the answer to those. Just don't call me asking for the next hot investment or which market is going to outperform this year. Number one, that's not the nature of this show. And number two, I have no idea. Any advice I give to a caller is meant to be generic in nature and should be verified with his or her own financial professionals. You will hear about a variety of topics on this show that relate to investments and personal finance. We try to cover topics that people can relate to regardless of their net worth or financial situation. And of course, we try to keep it interesting. I would crunch numbers for two hours or spreadsheet cash flows because I'm a total math nerd, but that wouldn't much make for good radio. Instead, I choose to educate people on topics surrounding big financial events in life, like marriage and divorce, kids in college, death of a loved one, career changes, and of course, retirement. I once heard that it is a smart man that knows what he doesn't know. I'm sure it was my dad that said that, and I'm also sure that it applies to women. That is why I invite guests onto my show that have expertise in different areas also related to personal finance. I feel it's important to note that the opinions of these professionals are not necessarily the opinions of McNamara Financial or any of its advisors. As long as we are on the subject of disclosure, I should note that while we may discuss investments and or markets on this show that past performance is not indicative of future results. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning. You're listening to McNamara on Money, the South Shore's very own financial talk radio show. My name is Kirk Reed. Uh, I have a couple of guests slash co-hosts uh, in the in the uh, studio with me today. Uh, Mike McNamara, good morning. Good morning, my favorite son-in-law. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and we also have a, a guest, uh, Mr. Everett Henderson, Jr. Uh, good morning, Everett. Good morning, Kirk. Um, so, Everett... Good morning, uh, Mike. Good morning. Everett, uh, Everett is our special guest. He, uh, he is a insurance uh, specialist covering all kinds of different types of insurance. Um, so maybe, I, Everett, I could give you just a second to kind of introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your business, uh, you know, what types of things you help people with, and maybe what type of people you help. And you can take more than a second. Yes. Or two. It's okay, okay, by the way. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm Everett Henderson. I'm uh, with Henderson Insurance Group. Uh, I'm uh, based out of Walpole, Mass., but I cover the whole state of Massachusetts. Uh, basically, what we do is uh, we help uh, clients, uh, both non-group and businesses, uh, find health insurance. We also cover every other insurance product uh, known to man, uh, Medicare, dental, vision, life, auto, home, disability. So our main thrust is uh, health insurance. That's where most people uh, have the, the biggest need right now and throughout the year and the biggest amount of questions. And what we do is we work with them uh, and get them situated, uh, get them quotes, get them enrolled, work with them throughout the year uh, and help them um, manage the whole health insurance marketplace, which is uh, becoming more and more 
difficult to uh, navigate through, and I hear it uh, quite frequently from the clients that uh, get calls from on a daily basis. So we're here to uh, help the Massachusetts market. Uh, I am appointed in uh, New Hampshire, uh, Rhode Island, and soon to be Maine as well. But uh, our, our main thrust is Massachusetts, starting with the health insurance market and then branching out into all the other, including Medicare and life and so forth. And, and folks, just to emphasize that again, so this show, in case you're confused, is going to be about health insurance, mm-hmm. primarily for the next two hours, unless we run out of material, which I tend to doubt. Uh, and uh, in, in the health insurance world, I kind of break it up into two different places. It's either I need health insurance before Medicare or I need health insurance after Medicare. And folks, uh, if you fit either of those descriptions, which would be probably 99% of the folks on the planet, or at least in the United States, this is your special day because we can cover both sides of that. We get questions from folks, and if they're on Medicare, we have to go send them one way most of the time, and if they're on not on Medicare, they have to go other way. So folks, if, if health insurance is an issue for you, and if you are on or not on Medi- Medicare, and there are examples of that we'll go through here, uh, truly, 781-834-837-4900. I'm in the wrong town here this morning. It's been morning. a while, yeah. It's, it's been a while. You've been, okay. on, the, you've been on the North Shore <laughs> for too long, yeah. Okay, and this is a call-in talk radio show. Health insurance is a subject we hopefully get a few calls on, Everett. I'll be embarrassed if we don't, but there's a whole bunch of people out there with questions. And uh, truly, give us a shout, folks, and uh, it'll be kind of good for you and good for everybody else. Because if you do have some questions, there's a pretty good chance there's a few hundred other the people with the same kinds of questions. Sorry about that. Yeah. I just nope. just want to make people clear that they didn't shut it off if they thought it was going to be a fuzzy insurance show. That's all, you know. Well, yeah. so in, to, yeah. to kind of be you know specific from my point of view, we've always struggled, and I, I know I told you this, Everett, to find somebody like you that can help people specifically with <coughs> if they're retiring and they're not yet sixty-five, and be, you know because they can't go on Medicare. And they need to go find a private policy, and you know, basically, they have to go to the mass health connector and try to figure out what to do. And most people see that stuff, and it's just overwhelming. You know, it's just too much information, and they don't know what type of coverage they need. They don't know how much money they should be spending, um, and or you know, and it's and it can be very expensive too to go, you know, to go through that process. And um, so, you know, we're happy that we found somebody that can, you know, perhaps help those people. Um, or, or sometimes, you know, or sometimes maybe it's a husband and wife, and maybe, you know, one of them doesn't work, and they're on the spouse's policy, and then, but, but they're different ages, right? And so maybe, maybe the one that's retiring is is 65 or older, but the other one's not, and so they're going to have to find a policy for the, you know, for that for that other spouse, and they just don't know what to do, and we don't. I mean, and we're we're not really equipped to help them either. Yeah. Um, so we're hoping, you know, yeah, that to you do can, that. Yeah. yeah. As one certified financial planning professional to another, you know, we're credentialed. We have a lot of experience. And we know a lot of things about many areas of finance, but nobody's a rocket science about uh, scientists about all of them. So, so folks, the the world of finance is broken up into so many places that even as certified financial planners, we're somewhat knowledgeable in some areas and very knowledgeable in others. And the areas that we're somewhat knowledgeable in, we we pass along to folks like Everett sort of a thing. So it's just uh, nobody has the answers to everything, folks. And ultimately, it gets down to being a specialist about one or two things. And that's basically where we are here this morning. Exactly. Yeah. Either either we hope either we know the answer or we know somebody that does. And that's that's, you know, that's our job. And <laughs> I, I understand. I hear that quite frequently. I actually do uh, partner with a number of other uh, financial advisors like yourselves because uh, I get that same uh, request that 
the same uh, concern with a lot of other uh, financial planners that they have clients that are migrating into the Medicare market or, the, you know, um, one of their spouses needs health insurance while the other one is going on Medicare. Uh, the old and, gap trick, huh? Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I tend to get a lot of phone calls from, uh, you know, financial advisors and clients along those lines. And uh, But, you know, I also do help the, uh, the, the group market as well. But the financial uh, advisor... Uh, connections that I have throughout uh, Massachusetts, and uh, there's a good amount of them, uh, call me for that exact reason, um, to help their clients. And, you know, if somebody, um, if somebody were to come to you and, and work with you and you, you know, you help place them into a, you know, a insurance, you know, health insurance policy, uh, my guess, you can correct me if I'm wrong, my guess is that you get compensated with like a commission from the insurance company. Is that how that yes. works? Yes. Uh, my compensation is basically... Uh, f- built into all the uh, the carrier premiums uh, that are already established, um, whether or not they work with a broker or not. So I don't charge an extra fee for my, my services, which there are a lot of broker houses out there that do. Uh, because I offer so many other insurance products, I, I don't need to do that. So what I do is I, I work with the clients uh, on a, you know, no fee type of service. Uh, and uh, what I get compensated is already built into the premiums. And in the health insurance market, uh, it's all the same amount. So it doesn't matter which carrier I, you know, enroll them in, I get the same fee from them, uh, from the carrier, no matter which carrier I, I uh, point them to. So it's, it's uh, and it's not a lot. Let, let me let's just say that there's not a big. A lot of people think that um, insurance has a lot of commissions built into it. The health insurance market is not mainly in Massachusetts because it's regulated by the state pretty hard, and they clamp down on the rates every year and they approve all the rates uh, by the carriers. So, um, so it's monitored by the state of de- um, uh, the Department of Insurance in Massachusetts. So, uh, it's limited amount of. Um, yeah. Premium. And, and yeah, so so if just to kind of restate that in a different way, I mean if if an individual were to go buy a policy on their own <clears throat> versus working with somebody like you, they're gonna pay the same amount. Is correct. that correct? Correct. Right. So it seems like a no brainer to, to speak you know, work with somebody that can help you with that and it doesn't cost you anything else. Yeah. yeah. Uh I you know, the uh, you brought up the connector earlier. Yeah. Uh there that is the state mandated uh or the state marketplace uh that a lot of people uh know about. There are other marketplaces that I work with as well, besides the mar- uh, the connector. That's right. Different states have one, and the government has some, and there are private ones, right? Co- correct. There okay, are private yeah, yeah. marketplaces. Yeah. There are okay. state-run. Uh, now, Massachusetts has a very robust um, uh, health insurance market, and we are, uh, you know, kind of uh, in a good place here because we have a lot more carriers, a lot more plan options uh, than a lot of other states. You look at some of these other states, uh, you know, I, I just got a call from um, a, a client out in Washington. They only have one carrier out there and what they make her go through to uh, approve a business and the plan options that they, she said, it, it's just horrible. Mm. So, and that's, uh, that's echoed through throughout the country is that there's a lot of states that just don't have a robust health insurance industry like we do in Massachusetts. Albeit, we can all agree that it's a little on the high side as far as uh, cost goes and premium. Uh, everybody would like to see the premiums a lot lower, but we do have um, 
the luxury of having a lot more choices than a lot of other uh, states. Yeah, f- folks, uh, the term uh, insurance person is about as fuzzy as financial. The term financial advisor across the world here, and uh, I, 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 we we just met Everett this morning beforehand officially, folks. So, but I, I, I needed to kind of figure out wh- where he was coming from and who he was, and 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 it's kind of interesting. Um, it, the 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 insurance marketplace for people who need it and are not on Medicare. There aren't an awful lot of people in that niche that that, that, that you nope. occupy, and that's because it's not very profitable for, for most folks in most situations. Okay, so uh, uh, this is just from a certified financial planner's point of view. If somebody is looking for, my husband's retired, I'm 62 years old, and I can't get to Medicare for three more years, what the heck do I do? Well, you can go to the Massachusetts Health Connector, which is very comfortable and, and whatever. Well, uh, you know, we, we have a slight bias, but there are so many choices and so much information about so many health plans out there. Okay, uh, I, I think it's more and more difficult for, for folks to make their own choices. So let's face it, talk about uh, TMI, too much information mm-hmm. out there. So so the, 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 over the years, we found it very difficult to get some help for some of our clients who are in that gap. I need it before Medicare. And, and folks, you, you, if, you're, uh, if you're listening to us, I just want to be clear that Everett's a self-employed person. We, we like self-employed people, don't we, Kirk? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He doesn't have any agenda other than to help the folks that he finds for clients and work with them for as long as they choose to do that. Uh, and being independent about what you choose, where you go, who you work with, we, we think that counts for a whole lot in, in every industry, never mind just the insurance marketplace. So so please understand that, uh, that uh, he can help you this way or that way, before Medicare or after Medicare. And so hopefully we'll get a few calls here about that. But from, from our point of view, it's just a we we often can't help folks in that area. We've got to we'll sit down and go through the Mass Health Connector, but that's not an area of our expertise. Right? No, I mean, yeah, no. no, and, no. I mean, and Everett mentioned you know the number, and I and he has a list here of the you know the various insurance companies in Massachusetts, and you've got nine <laughs> nine companies listed. Yeah. And as you said, that's great. You know, it's yeah. great to have choice, uh, better than the alternative. But but for for somebody that doesn't know anything about insurance, that makes it maybe harder to to pick because yeah, right. it's like what you know what do I do? Like, yeah, and and folks, let me let me make this clear. Kirk and I and my daughter Alyssa and my son Justin were all certified financial planners, and and theoretically we're qualified. And, and, and knows enough things about health insurance to have att- obtained our credentials. Well, I got a newsflash for you, folks. We're both professionals. We do a lot of things, and we're pretty savvy. But when it comes to health insurance, we ain't going there other than we can identify a problem with clients and say we need to go get some specific help. So so nobody knows everything. And, and the degree of detail that the world is getting down to in terms of specifically health insurance coverage these days, is it's just, uh, it's just unbelievable. So d- don't be shy about looking for help, but uh, it's just been. Uh, I'm. Th- thank you for being here. We. I. Have we met anybody like Everett in, so, in my lifetime? I can't remember. So uh, <laughs> I have. We assume you're a nice guy, by the way. Well, okay. We. Have, <laughs> I, am, I am. Okay. That's, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate uh, you know that intro and that uh, those uh, kind words and uh, and uh, to follow, dovetail on that is that I work with my clients in a consulting basis. I tell them that uh, specifically is that. I, I, I want to hear your story. I want to find out what's going on so that I can consult with you and give you, you know, advice. It ultimately is their choice to kind of pick and choose the plan. But based on, you know, their history, what's going on in their life, uh, I can certainly steer them in, in the correct direction of uh, what plan might work best for them. Now, there's a lot of variables that go into that. Um, and 
you know, there is that marketplace that, you know, we talked about the connector that people can certainly go on to. But um, I, I, I receive more clients coming over from the market, uh, from the <laughs> that's, connector. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah. That, that's because interesting. Okay. to log on to there and to kind of punch in all your stuff, they, I, I'm not really gung-ho about their process, but ultimately what they're trying to do is the mar that is a great place if you need help, you need a mass health, you need a subsidized plan because they step you through a whole uh, litany of questions mm -hmm. to qualify you or not for the subsidized or uh, yeah. you know health insurance uh, through them. Now a lot of people don't want to go through that whole process, you know, and they just want to get right to the plans and pick and choose. Uh, and then uh, after they punch in all that information, then they that information goes out to a lot of other uh, real. Um, health insurance people throughout the country. Mm. And these people get inundated with phone calls 20, 30 a day yeah. from people because they've in entered that stuff on the, the connector. I don't know why they do that, but the, the bottom line is that I get a lot of calls from you know, people saying, I don't, I'm getting all these phone calls, I don't know what to do. And I'm getting phone calls from Washington and Nebraska and um, offering things that are not really health insurance, but yeah. look like a, you know insurance product. Mm -hmm. So. I only work in the Massachusetts market for uh, health insurance, and I only offer qualified plans that are will not get them in trouble. Uh, they have to be MCC compliant with the state, meet all the requirements so that at the end of the year, uh, they will receive what we all receive is called the 1099HC that shows and proves that they have health insurance okay. in the state of Massachusetts. If they don't get that from the carrier that they're with, then they are subject to a fine by the state. Right. And that's why it's important that everybody gets a qualified health insurance plan um, that is issued in the state of Massachusetts and not some other carrier outside the uh, state lines because I can guarantee you most of those plans are not going to be uh, qualified. And when they come to do their taxes uh, at the end of the year, they're not going to get that form. Yeah. They're not going to be able to, sum, uh, and they're going to get fined by the state. So, have you, yeah, have you ever come across somebody that that has had that problem where they didn't have a qualified plan? And all the time, and, okay. And I, 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 right now, I seem to be getting that phone uh, phone call on a regular basis because, like I said, people are going to the connector first, putting in their information so that they can see plans, but then they get these inundated with phone calls from all across the country. And it's hurting uh, them because they don't know which way yeah, to go. Yeah, so uh, right. ultimately, they find me because they do a Google search. Or let's uh, hope let's hope they find you. Well, <laughs> I've, I've had some pretty good success them finding me lately because I've uh, I have a lot of good uh, clients online that have uh, posted some really good reviews. And whenever anybody Google's health insurance or Medicare, I, you know, I come up uh, pretty high in the list on Google right now. So. I'm getting phone calls from all across the country, technically, uh, people that are moving to the state, like that woman in Washington I, mm. I talked about. Uh, she was actually planning uh, her uh, move to here uh, probably uh, early next year. So she's trying to get a lay of the land of what's available out here. So she was very pleasant or pleased to hear what, what was available. So. Mm. Uh, so I get phone calls like that, you know, people that, hey, I went on to the connector, I, you know, punched in all my information, and the next thing I, get, uh, I got was 20, 30 phone calls from people all across the country. And so I, I they got nervous and they started Googling and found me. So <laughs> I, I tell you a funny story. Kirk yeah. shared this before, but there's so many parallels. So I, I, I broke into the investment world in 1980. 
Okay, and I uh, worked uh, as a stockbroker for Prudential Beach Securities a long time ago, and it was really interesting. So they, it, there's a thing called the Blue Book, and it had secret stock research in there, <laughs> and it was only available to folks who worked at brokerage firms, and the, the peasants out there in the regular world didn't have any right, information right. about it. And as my wife life went along, I, I got progressively more and more nervous. Well, geez, if somebody else who's a regular had the blue book, I'd be, I'd, I'd be out of a job. Okay, or, geez, if this information, if the secret stuff gets out, everybody's going to be smart and, and, and I'm going to be out of a job. And what good is that? Well, you know, the, what happened in the investment world is that there's so much information that's gotten out, courtesy of the, the Internet, from so many people in so many places that there's an overwhelming amount, a truly astounding overwhelming amount yeah. of information, some of it applicable, not most of it, uh, out there. And it's just, I call it TMI, it's too much information. Right. Mm -hmm. how, I agree. How, where, where do you even begin to kind of sort that out? And that, that's that's what's going on in the insurance business with the marketplaces right. and stuff like that. But it's, it, it, it's you know, there's, there's a, you know, we, we have an inherent bias here, folks. We're financial advisors. We think that there are maybe three or four people listening to who might need some help with their money, okay? Mm -hmm. And everybody else, if you think you're smart enough, they'll say, okay, but I'm sorry, okay, there's a, a good percentage of folks out there in the world who, who may be doing their own health insurance shopping that maybe you could do a better job. And if the prices are the same, you got to wonder about that. So if you have a health insurance question, folks, okay, this is your special day. Our telephone number is 781-837-4900. Did I get that you right? You got that right. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, and so, and one more one, to your point, okay, so uh, I, I was, uh, I just found out I had a, uh, have a little, a small Massachusetts estate tax problem in the last few months, so I'm not, not worried about it, folks, but anyway, Congratulations. Yeah, I, I congr uh, that, yes. that, that's, thank yeah. you, that's what I would You're tell welcome, you, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Th yeah, thank you, I appreciate yeah. that, okay. But, uh, you know, it, it kind of ticked me off that, wait a minute, I got to pay the state of Massachusetts this much money. I'm gone, mind you, and I have it, but I got to pay them this much money that, Kirk, you know, there's, there's one third of that money that you and Alyssa will never see, sort of a thing. So so I said to myself, you know, and I, I'm a reasonably intelligent person. I said, I think I might look into some life insurance, okay, on myself. I'm in fairly decent shape. I have, have life insurance in place already, but so so just for yucks, I went over to the internet. I didn't, did I tell you this or not? I, I don't well, think yeah, so. Okay, just for yucks, I'm internet moving around like most folks and I actually found this little place that sounded sensible names I will not name the name pushed a couple of buttons uh, got an appointment okay got a couple of pre questions on the appointment and this that and the other thing okay I'm, I'm sitting there on the day and the time waiting the appointment nobody ever called okay uh, and, and then the next day I get a, uh, a, a email from them how was your meeting? Would you like to rate the um. meeting? Did you have the people? And I said, this is a perfect example of, of why people maybe need to sit down across the, the table from somebody who's a real live human being who maybe knows a few things about the subject and kind of explain how this all works sort of how, thing. How did, you, how did you rate that meeting? I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even, if, if I replied, they'd harass me some more. Right. So I just, and they haven't, they haven't emailed back. So this is, you know, this, the internet is wonderful, but I'm sorry, uh, it has its place. We have a phone call over there. Well, we might, but we okay. we only have about a minute before we have to take a break. Oh, so, uh, well, the, the, how am I doing so far? You're good. Questions and, and, about and, uh, no, and uh, <laughs> I, I can dovetail I, off that too. I couldn't, I that, couldn't believe that. By the way, go ahead. No, uh, the point is that uh, I, I get a lot of uh, 
great reviews uh, posted on my um, my uh, Google listing and on my Facebook page and so forth because of people like my quick response to whenever they call me or they email me and so forth. I usually respond very quickly within yeah. you know the hour or if not. You a mean few like minutes. a real person? A real person. Just checking. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So, All right. So we're just going to take a quick break. Uh, so we're talking to Everett Henderson Jr. of Henderson Insurance Group. Uh, he's joining us today in studio, talking yeah. all things insurance, specifically health insurance, and, at least for the moment. And Nancy from Sandwich, hang on. We're going to get to you, lady. Hang on. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Market turbulence can cause panic, and you might be wondering if your investments are allocated properly. I'm Kirk Reed with McNamara Financial in Marshfield. Let me help you understand your investment strategy and ensure that it is suitable for you. Then you can turn off the financial news and move on with your life. All right, we are back. Uh, good morning. This is McNamara on Money, the South Shore's very own financial talk radio show. My name is Kirk Reed. Uh, I'm joined by Mike McNamara and also Everett Henderson of Henderson Insurance Group. Uh, we actually have a caller. Uh, we have Nancy uh, in Sandwich. Uh, Nancy, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we can. Okay. Yes. I have a I have a question you might not know the answer, but I own a home, and right now I have Blue Cross Blue Shield for insurance, but in a couple of years, I could get Medicare. If I have to rely on Mass Health, if I don't have a secondary insurance, and then I pass away, does Mass Health get some of the proceeds from the sale of the house, or is that just for if you have to go in a nursing home. Um, that's a little bit more um, outside my... Okay, so let, let's get some more clarification. So you're on a Blue Cost Blue Shield coverage now, correct? Yeah. Okay, and that's good coverage, solid, you've never had any problems? No. Okay, and and how far away are you from Medicare, which is another way of asking <laughs> you how old you are. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm 60, going to, going to be 61. Okay, and so and 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 so you're heading to Medicare eventually, okay? Yes. All right, and so, and so ask your question again, please. Okay. Oh, oh what, do you, what, do you, what are you worried about? If, if, okay, so there is a clause with Mass Health. If you're on Mass Health, um, they can pay, take the proceeds from your house of what you owe them. I was just wondering if that applies. When you go into a nursing home, or is that just beyond mass health? Okay, well that that assumes that you you're on mass health, correct? Right, right. but I, I'm not right now. Well, by by the way, do you you don't want to plan on being on mass health? But is that something you no. think you need to do? Well, I've heard of cases some people have that. Well, well, hang on. They, okay, they when when you go on to Medicare, are you working someplace now? Yeah. Okay, so when you go on to Medicare, do you know how it works? No. <laughs> well, I'm going to have a gentleman explain that to you here. I, I don't think you have the problem you're worried about, but I'm not sure. So take it away, Everett. <laughs> uh, yeah, in this case, you know, when you um, come off of the Blue Cross plan and migrate into Medicare, uh, you know, you obviously uh, what you uh, have to do is elect into Medicare A and B first, uh, and then you choose a supplemental plan um, to go along with Medicare A and B because that uh, A and B does not cover everything. Right. So... What that will usually cover is everything that's needed um, for uh, medical expenses uh, and also prescription expenses as well. Uh, if you unfortunately have to be put in a nursing home, um, between Medicare and also the supplemental plan will cover you to a certain point in time uh, 
uh, that you'll won't have to worry about that. Um, you know the what you're called about. Um, if you are on Mass Health and then you're in a nursing home for many many years, there does come a, a point in time where um, if the assets of your of your estate are not going to pay enough of um, you know the uh, expenses. Right. Then you may be subject, but you're talking about something that's, uh, you know, maybe never. I mean, Nancy, when you when you go to Medicare, does your uh, you just have you understand you have to buy like a supplemental policy to cover it? Yeah, that, that's not Mass it Health, only, right? Medicare only covers eighty percent. Right, right. But so so forget about Mass Health for a minute, Everett. Give us a real ballpark for, and, and we won't hold you to this, but if if somebody's looking for a decent coverage supplemental plan, just give us a range so I can talk. We can talk with Nancy. Yeah, about uh, that. for Medicare, there's two. Uh, basically, after you elect into Medicare A and B, there's two paths you can go. You can choose a, uh, an Advantage plan, or you can choose an, uh, a supplemental plan. Um, the uh, supplemental plans. Um, right now are as low as $165 uh, a month, uh, then you really should elect into a prescription drug plan, which are, there's the lowest plan available is like $7 a month, or the Ad Medicare Advantage plans that I place a lot of my clients into. Uh, most of them choose the zero premium uh, plans. There are plans that have premiums, but regardless, w whatever path you go will cover your, um, what are your needs medically and also uh, prescription-wise. Um, yeah, yeah, Nancy, let me back you up a little bit just to make sure. So so when you go over to Medicare, you, you, it'll, co it'll co cost maybe a couple hundred bucks a month to buy a supplemental policy, and you can afford to do yeah. that. And you can afford to yeah. do that. All right, so so by the way, so we're, we're not anywhere near mass health yet, okay? Right. You, you, you've, got, you've got Medicare, and you've got a supplemental plan, and as long as you have those things, you're taking care of health insurance-wise, okay, forever. There okay. are there are other options, okay. uh, you know, for anybody that you know, uh, income wise is can't afford the, you know the uh, the plans that I just uh, mentioned. Uh, there is the uh, additional uh, point where they can uh, elect into Mass Health um, Standard. They they call yeah. it. Whereas if they can get the Mass Health Standard plan, then they can uh, choose a uh, it's called a Senior Care Options plan, which is zero premium and. Uh, that will cover all expenses, everything for. But you have to be pretty low on the income yeah. scale to qualify. Yeah, for and that. that's the point, Nancy. If you can afford the supplemental, num number one, you'll never be on Mass Health. Okay, so I guess the first point I think we make is that your health insurance is fine. If you're worried, se separate separate issue. If you're worried about losing your home because you're in a nursing home. That's a whole separate discussion right. that doesn't relate to health insurance. So did, did I explain that okay? Yes, I, I understand. Okay, okay so, well, thank you very much. Well, so, so did we answer your question? Back up. Did we answer your question? Okay. Yeah, some, someone. Well, I, well, I well, more knowledge about it. <laughs> well, we don't want to let... So tell me... So, so you can get good health care coverage when you get to Medicare... Uh, but but long term care costs are like a separate subject for everybody. Right. Whether it's you're like on long term disability. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That that's a different subject. And by the way, we've got another caller. But if you want to call back, we can talk about that a little bit more. But your health care is fine. You go to Medicare. It's cost you about okay. 150 bucks a month these days, or something yeah, like that. I mean, I and you buy a policy, and you're maybe at 400 dollars a month or five. You actually, uh, yeah. in most okay. cases, you're going to get better coverage uh, when you go on to Medicare than you are uh, coming off your. Blue Cross plan because you'll be paying less and actually having uh, better benefits. So, 
Nancy, well, thank, thank thank you for the call. We we hope we've been a little helpful for you. Okay. Yes, you eased my mind. You, thank you. Well, that was that. Was, I'm glad we could do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. All right. So looks like we do have another caller. Uh, we have Jerry from Duxbury. Jerry, can you hear us? Yes. Good morning, Jerry. Morning, Jerry. Good morning. Hey, Jerry. Long time no here. How you doing? Yes, I can't believe you're actually working today. <laughs> What are you trying to say, Jerry? What you... <laughs> well, normally I hear this has been a pre-recorded no calls. <laughs> Jerry, it's been 31 years on Saturdays. Give me a break, will you? For crying out loud. <laughs> and then I figure you're probably on your boat fishing. <laughs> no, not right now. Give me about a month, okay? <laughs> hey, um, two items that I need to be reassured on. <laughs> By the uh, way, Jerry's a nervous guy. He's been nervous all his life. I just wanted to know. <laughs> As far, as far as my investments go, tell me the end of the world isn't coming. <laughs> Never going to happen, and if it does, it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. All right? Next What's your real matter. question? Next item, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not happy with uh, what's going on the last few few weeks, but um, I'm keeping the faith. Okay. Do you have a health insurance question for us? I do. Okay. Um, I'm retired, as you know. Yep. Um, I'm a retired Fed. And when I uh, was of the age for Medicare, and I went up to the Social Security uh, office in Hanover, met with them, they were very nice, and they explained it all to me. Um, what I remember them telling me that was that Part A was free, Part B you had to pay a premium. Correct. And at one time, I believe it was a flat rate, but then when I went, they said it was a sliding scale based upon your income. Correct. Okay. And then you had to pay for your C&D uh, or supplemental plan. Correct. Well, I, I made some good money, and because of my earnings, when I found out what it cost for B, C, C and D, um, I elected just to get Part A, which was free, and just keep my federal paid Blue Cross Blue Shield. So I'm hoping you're going to tell me I didn't screw up. <laughs> In your case, uh, you know, as long as it's not going to, uh, you know, you can keep that as long as uh, you need. Uh, yes. And they're not going to, you know, kick you off of it. Then, nope. uh, then that will meet all your requirements. And, yeah, you don't need to elect into, you know, a... Um, Medicare B and then choose a supplemental plan. So in your case, uh, it not knowing all the dynamic and exact details uh, based on what you just described, it sounds like you should be okay um, and you should not have much to worry about. But that that all depends on the plan that you're in and how long you can actually stay on it. Yeah, hey, I, I can stay in it and I, I have uh, health and I also have um, dental and vision. Okay. Yeah. Hey, oh. hey, hey, Jerry. Well, we got you, and maybe you and Everett can help us. So, so Everett, does the government? Uh, apparently, the government has its own insurance for your government employee. How's that work? What, what do you know about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, we're starting to get a little outside my spectrum sure. because I don't. Um, yeah. I know that there are. Uh, if you <coughs> work for the government, there's all types of pr plans and programs that uh, they allow people to stay on uh, and, or offer them. Okay. Or if you're in the military, there's yep. all types of different plans that you can elect in or stay on. So um, 
I work with mainly the people that don't have those options, yeah. don't um, okay. don't have that availability. Yeah, outside. That, this is outside of your wheelhouse, right? Basically. So yeah. I mean, but there are some really robust plans out yeah. there uh, that really take care of our veterans. And so so, yeah, forth. so I think I guess for Jerry, we're assuming his coverage is adequate and he can afford he can, he can afford the premiums, and they're going to carry him as long you know for 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 as long as he lives. Right. But I think the issue is right, Everett, that if he ever tried to go on Part B. He's going to get a penalty, right? Because he didn't do it, didn't sign up in a timely manner. Well, no. Technically, if it it's considered still a, uh, a you know a um, a group plan, okay, then that's okay, okay. Then he can stay on that as long as possible. Um, if it's considered a group plan, which I'm assuming, uh, based on his uh, explanation, it is a group plan. So he can uh, <coughs> uh, you know afford not to elect into Medicare B. Now he did mention that you know the sliding scale on uh, Part B is was high for him, but that. That adjusts every year. They look back two years on your uh, income. So if his income was several years ago too high and um, the, the Medicare B premium was too high for him to really consider it, he should probably look into it you know, mm-hmm. now or down the road because it, it just... Might it, be a different story now. It might be a different yeah. story. Yeah, but it might be difficult to hop out of there. Hey, hey, Jerry, so are there folks you can talk to from time to time about the coverage that you have? Just to yeah. it, it sounds like you did good, by the way, from our well, point of view. It, it, two things, Mike. One, it, it's not really a federal health plan per se. Yeah. It's just the, it's the federal government paying my Blue Cross Blue Shield. Okay. Okay, and as far as looking, going and seeing what it would cost or be today, thanks to listening to you for for years and investing on your advice, my income is higher today than when I was working. Congratulations. Oh, okay. <laughs> Congratulations. Then, then it's probably worth staying on, especially if the government is paying your premium. Uh, hey, uh, yeah. I would, I would well, take well, that to the bank. I, I, no, I get this. So, so hey, by the way, my, so my wife is a school teacher, and lots of school districts do the same thing. They'll pay for the supplement. So that okay, right. so that makes sense. So Correct. the government is just paying for your supplement, basically, or an advantage plan in your case, I guess. Okay, I get right. it. Yeah. Jerry, it sounds like you did good. And, and as somebody who is still working and personally paying the scaled upside of the uh, the uh, Medicare costs, I can tell you you did good. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Given the cost. Any other questions for us? No, that's it. Uh, <laughs> happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate. Hey, same to you. And listen, nice Thanks. to talk to you all this time, okay? Thanks, Jerry. Right. Take care. Enjoy the winter. Florida. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Folks, this is a call-in talk radio show. If you have a question about health insurance, who doesn't? It's 781-837-4900. We, we're here to help, as mm-hmm. they say. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm listening. That's what Dr. Fraser Crane would say, right? right. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> all righty. All righty. <laughs> um, so... I don't know, Everett. Maybe, maybe you could kind of get into. We can start his outline now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe you know we could talk about as you know one scenario where it is you know because this was my sort of agenda was for somebody that is not yet sixty five and they decide they want to you know retire uh, you know leave their leave their company they're going to leave their health and you know their group coverage right and. They want that you know that they want to you know have continued coverage, but they can't go on Medicare yet. So, could you talk about that process, like what they what they're looking at, uh, maybe some cost estimates, you know, just ballparks and choices. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, the way I handle it is that, and I work with a lot of you know uh, clients right now um, that are in the same wheelhouse that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also right now, uh, we're in the middle of open enrollment for the non-group market, so I'm getting a lot of phone calls from clients that are. 
you know, they're inundated with all types of, uh, you know, concerns about health insurance, which way to go and so forth. So whether it's, you know, somebody coming over, like you just uh, kind of detailed, that a, a spouse is going on Medicare and the other spouse needs uh, health insurance or somebody in the open uh, op, uh, non-group market. What I do is I, you know, uh, I go through a litany of questions with them, ask them um, details about what they're, they have or had, uh, kind of a, a general detail about what their health situations are. How prescriptions. Often, yeah, prescriptions. I don't get, you know, I don't get their prescriptions from them, but, you know, are they taking a lot of prescriptions? Do they go to the doctor <coughs> a lot and so forth? Uh, so that what I can do is once I get all their details and I, you know, I'll send them quotes on all the plans that I have available to them. Uh, then I usually uh, talk to them or meet with them to go over the plans that I sent them, uh, in this case, the non-group market, and kind of direct them or advise them on the plans that might meet their, you know, requirements or their needs uh, or a plan that they're used to or comfortable with. And then uh, from that point on, you know, we go over the details of the plan, you know, all, you know, the premium, the deductible, co-pays, out-of-pocket maxes, and the network size, which carrier. Uh, and then once they choose on a plan, I, I get them enrolled. I'll get some additional information, get them and or their family members enrolled. And then I work with them throughout the year, uh, make, uh, make sure that they're aware that they call me first. If they have any questions, problems, issues, they call me because I can usually resolve most things, not all. And then from there, um, I uh, will work with them throughout the year. Uh, and then at renewal time, when rates renew every year, uh, this time for the non-group market, they renew January 1st every year. Then I, you know, I contact them, let them know what their re um, renewal rates are. If they want to look at other plans uh, and switch to a different plan or stay, um, and then make any modifications to their plan. Uh, sometimes they have kids that might might be coming off the plan, going off to college. Yeah, yep. um, mm -hmm. Advise them on, you know, it might be worthwhile putting them on their own own plan or actually maybe uh, choosing the school plan that's uh, being offered uh, by the college. Uh, so there's a number of variables that go into uh, the whole so process. So you, you narrow 87,000 choices down to two or three. <laughs> Explain yeah. the pluses and minuses and say, here's what you get if you do this and what's the cost, yada, yada, yada. Right. Uh, and then do they, do they choose sometimes or do you say, do they ask you which one should I choose and you make a recommendation? All the time. Or, yeah, yeah. All, all the time. All the I mean, time. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay. most, most people, a lot of people, you know, uh, once I send them the, uh, you know, the, the rates or the uh, quotes, you know, they can kind of uh, do a deep dive themselves and kind of come up with a, a decision. Uh, but that's a smaller percentage. Most people, they most people have a headache and say, "What do I?" They do? look at the the sheet that I send them, and they get you know they glassy eyed. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're sure. like, "I don't know what I'm looking at." So uh, you know, uh, and I I get it because I, I'm in the insurance market. I know what I'm looking at. I've been doing this you know since 2009, so yeah. I'm, I'm used to it. But you know, when you send it out to folks that might not have had to deal with this for a long, long time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they get you know. They get uh, glassy-eyed and they're not really sure which way to go. And that's where I come in and say, all right, this is the plan that most resembles yeah. a plan that you're coming off of or that you had in the past. Um, and here is how it breaks down. How is, here is how it works. Uh, the, and uh, usually it's a very simple process for me to kind of explain it to them. And usually at the end of the conversation, they're, wow, you know, they're appreciative that uh, I've kind of uh, detailed out everything about the plan and made, yeah, it, made yeah. it simpler for them to understand. Yeah, I mean, you, they ask, because somebody 
you know, assuming like the coverages are roughly the same from you know where they were to where they're going. But yeah, somebody might like the idea of you know a high deductible or you know, and so you can kind of try to match up those types of things. Uh, they might just be comfortable yeah. with that for whatever reason. Correct. You can I help, mean, yeah. every phone call I get is different because some some folks are just looking for the you know the bargain basement down and dirty type of uh, plan, uh, least expensive. Other folks have you know medical needs uh, or family, and they're in and out of the, uh, the doctor's office quite frequently. Uh, other folks. You know they have um, they have a, a low threshold for getting billed from all the um, high deductible plans, mm -hmm. so they want you know all the benefits baked into the plan. So they'll go with the uh, higher premium plan with all the benefits baked in, so that they don't have to worry about pulling out their checkbook. About all that. Yeah, little surprises here and there. Yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, and they're comfortable paying uh, the higher premium. So I, you know. The gamut of uh, clients that I have is quite large, but uh, I'm, I'm here to kind of service all of them and take care w of within all that, their needs. If, if you're looking at a, 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 a certain policy and a certain coverage, is it flexible within there or is it pretty much set and it's just whether you do the deductible? Yeah, they're set. They're can yeah, packages yeah, okay. that are established by the carriers. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, all the carriers have different plans uh, yeah. that they you know kind of tinker with every year, yeah. and uh, a lot of the carriers kind of have... You know, they might have similar plans to another carrier or in some cases identical plans, but yeah. the rates are different. Yeah. So okay. it all depends on, you know, also network size. Some of the carriers have a larger network. Some have a smaller. Some allow you to go to all the school, uh, all the schools, all the uh, hospitals and the doctors throughout the, the state or most mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. Others limit. So, uh, and that can help with the premium. So it, it just depends on what everybody's needs are, where they live in the state, uh, age. Uh, obviously, their budget and what their uh, their needs are. Um, yeah, I mean, somebody you know, well, it used to be people would travel a lot for work. Um, you know, that seems like that's slowing down a little bit these days. Yes. But um, but for you know, for somebody that does that, they want to make sure that they're covered, right? If they're out of state or maybe even out of the country, uh, so you got to make sure, right, that you find a plan that would cover that. Yeah, and 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 that's where the beneficial uh, plans in uh, Massachusetts they cover you. Um, no matter where you travel okay. um, throughout the country or even outside the country. Now, the, it's emergency-only type of coverage and urgent care type of coverage. Uh, it's not like you can go down to Florida and start scheduling appointments with any doctors uh, because in order to do that, you would need a PPO plan, which is uh, a larger nationwide network of uh, doctors and hospitals. In the non-group market, those are uh, they're not really <laughs> available uh, per se. They are in the group market. Uh, a lot more, but on the non-group market, the HMOs in Massachusetts are so large that you really don't need a PPO because A, you're paying more, a higher premium for the PPO. Um, but a lot of a lot of folks might have come off of a company plan that was a PPO and they like the no referral type of process. Mm -hmm. But my argument to that is, well, you're paying a premium for that luxury uh, when nowadays with the HMOs, they're so large with all, most of the carriers. All you really need to do is just reach out to your primary care doctor for a referral and they send it over electronically. You don't need to go into mm -hmm. the doctor and see them first. Which to, is, yeah, kind of a pain. <laughs> which is was a pain yeah, and that yeah. used to be the way, but now uh, most of the referrals are done electronically. You call up uh, the doctor's office, say, I want to go see them, and they send the electronic uh, referral right over. But people don't realize that, and that's yeah. why 
uh, you know, they come off a PPO plan and they want to stay on one. Well, it's not really necessary. The, uh, so the gap has been kind of shrunk as far as... In Massachusetts. Yeah. In, okay. Um, now, if you really wanted to start going to see doctors outside the state, now some of the carriers have networks that are expand beyond, you know, Massachusetts uh, and into the New England states. A lot of the others do not. But if you really wanted to go to California or Chicago or wherever to go see a specialist out there, yeah, then you're going to need a PPO. But uh, to be honest, uh, most people are not in that, you know, that set, uh, situation. So uh, the, the HMO markets in Massachusetts will accommodate most everybody. Yeah, so the good news is we're in a state with a lot of choices. That yes. gets, the bad news is we're in a state with a lot of choices. Mm -hmm. it's, it's confusing, basically. Yeah. I mean, the, the, um, w w can you... What's what are the general area? What are the things people have to worry about? I mean, the, the questions that you you know, we, you know, we, let's see. Well, where where can I go to get my coverage? And and how, are there drugs included, or what cost? Or other, what, what are the five or six or eight big things they have to worry about, or the questions they have that you cover there? How, how well, do you say that? all the plans. You know, anytime I talk to anybody on the phone, uh, there's always a couple things that come up. Uh, three big things: uh, the deductible size, the premium size, and the network size. Okay. They want to keep their doctors. Yeah. In most cases. Yep. Not uh, not all the time. I have plenty of people, and myself included, that I you know I can divorce my doctor in a second if I have to, um, because I only see him once a year. Mm -hmm. But not everybody's of that same mindset. Yep. So everybody comes to me with a different budget and everybody has a different mindset as far as what their deductible size they would like it to be. You know, there's so many plans. There's enough plans out there that can we can accommodate anybody's need um, as far as deductible and premium. It's just a matter of where everything's going to fit. Are they going to get everything that they want, you know, <clears throat> Premium-wise, deductible-wise, and network size-wise, because all the other variables uh, that are required in uh, health insurance plans—you know, going to see uh, urgent care, your doctor, your uh, preventative care, uh, physical exams, prescription drug coverage, your out-of-pocket max—those um, are all baked into the plans. So it's okay. just a matter of tinkering or figuring out which plan caters to their needs the best. And then from there, then we can get them enrolled. Uh, yeah. uh, wants versus needs. Do we? Do, do most folks walk in and say, "This is what I think I need," or do they? Or do they know? Or do some? No. I mean, no, people most have people, specific health situations, maybe, but most people don't know what they need or want, right? Yeah. Mo most people call me up and say, "I." What do I do? I, I was. <laughs> what do I do? I don't know. You know, I was online trying yeah. to figure this out, and I just can't figure it out. Yeah. Uh, or okay. is on the, you know, the connector website and I got 20, 30 phone calls or yeah. some other variable and there's like, this is what I have now, this is what I'm comfortable with or, um, and where can I go? Yeah, what, I might be going to Florida for three months a year, do I right. need to worry about that or whatever? So okay. These are all the details that I need to get from them yeah. so that I can at least consult with them and say, this is where I think you should land, yeah. but okay. it's your choice. Everett, Everett we're, uh, we're, we're going to take a break here, but why don't, I don't know if you've actually given out your contact info, if you'd like to uh, do that. Sure. Um, it's, my name's Everett Henderson, Henderson Insurance Group. My uh, phone number is 617-842-3170. My uh, company website is www.hendersoninsuranceus.com. Dot com, and my email address is uh, Everett E V E R E T T at Henderson Insurance 
www.thebigfatsoulsus.com. All right, so we still have half a show to go. Uh, we'll come back uh, after a short break here. By the way, quickly, oh, yep. let's talk about small business folks after the turn of the hour there, because you're lonely and we know you need some health care coverage. <laughs> sounds, okay. sounds good. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> 